Thank you, Jesus. Yes, Lord, only you can steal. My soul is thirsty this morning. Lord, it's a beautiful privilege to come again into your presence. Thank you. Thank you for the grace to come this morning. For the grace to cry, Abba, Father. For the grace to declare that you are King over my life and over the earth. Father, receive all the praise and glory in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, we enter your gates this morning with thanksgiving. We come into your courts this morning with praises, thanksgiving, because you are good and your mercies endures forever. Thanksgiving, because Lord, you have blessed us so much. Scripture says that daily you load us with benefits, benefits of your mercies, of your grace and love. Father, we are grateful. Receive all the praise, Lord. We enter your presence with praises this morning. We declare that you are the only one who is holy. You are the only one who is righteous. Lord, only you can be called faithful. Yes, Lord, because you keep your word. When you declare a thing, you bring it to pass. Scripture says that you are not a man, Lord, that you do not lie. Lord, when you say a thing, it is so. We give you all the praise, Master, in the mighty name of Jesus. As we spend this time again in your presence, we ask this morning, Lord, once again, speak to us. Help us to hear you, hear and understand your word this morning and cause your name to be glorified in our lives. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray. Amen. All right, let me say a big welcome to everyone joining in to devotion this morning. I am Morphe Eyenike. We continue the reading of the book of Revelations. Um, like I said, uh, Revelation is divided into seven, seven parts. Uh, today we read chapter 18, which is the last part of um, the last chapter of the third part of the book of Revelation. Chapters 19 and 20 is the fourth part of the book of Revelation. So today um, we'll be looking at the fall of the city of Babylon. Okay, the city of Babylon. What is this? What who is the city of Babylon, or what is the city of Babylon? You remember yesterday we looked at chapter seventeen where we discuss um, Babylon, uh, the mystery, the mysterious woman, the prostitute. Okay, uh, but today we are looking at the fall of the city itself and i did say that um babylon in 17 stood for the vatican city okay uh, rome and for those who do the contemporary interpretation of of, of the book of revelation okay uh, they because they situate everything that john was talking about in john's time then their interpretation was referring to Rome because Rome was the headquarter okay of the Roman of the Roman government of that time so everything that John is saying about here 
the fall of the city, the earthquake, and 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 the swiftness with which it, it happens, you know, they are vision talking about Rome. And I think this is one area place where I think the contemporary translation and the and the and the dispensational translation they meet. Okay? So um we will not be saying too too many different things this morning. The fall of the city of Babylon. Remember that the fall of this city has been had been prophesied. Okay? So if you remember that when the seventh bowl was poured out. So let's read that this morning. When the seventh bowl was poured out. So just go back to Revelations chapter 16. Revelations chapter 16 and in verse 19. When the seventh bowl was poured out, you know, and it says that the great city of Babylon split into three. Okay, now let's start from 17. It says, Then the seventh angel poured out his bowl into the air. And a mighty shout came from the throne in the temple, saying, It is finished. And I said that that voice definitely would have been Jesus, okay? He was the one who declared, It is finished on the cross. It says that the thunder crashed and rolled, and lightning flashed, and a great earthquake struck the worst, the worst since people were placed on the earth. The great city of Babylon split into three parts. This is the city of Babylon, okay? Not the Babylon in the Old Testament, okay? So, some people make that mistake. This is Babylon, the city. Uh, this is the Vatican City, the city in Rome. This is different from the Babylon. The Babylon in the Old Testament was an empire, the empire that currently will surround much of what we will call um, Iraq today, okay? Uh, that was the Babylon of the Old Testament. Uh, the Babylon, the city also here, is the one that this seventh bowl or the centerpiece of the earthquake or of the earthquake that happened, happened in the city. And of course, it, it affected the whole world because it says the great city of Babylon split into three sections and the cities of many nations fell into heaps of rubbles. So God remembered all of Babylon's sins and he made her drink the cup that was filled with the wine of his fierce wrath. So what we are reading in, in chapter 18 is the explanation of verse 17 to 19 of Revelation chapter 16. Of Revelation chapter 16. Also, I'm sure you didn't forget that proleptic message. Yes, that proleptic message that that third angel declared in Revelation chapter 14. So let's read that proletic message again and then we will read Revelation chapter chapter 18 today. Revelation chapter 14 verse 8. We saw three angels. The third one, it says, Then another angel followed him through the sky, shouting, Babylon is falling. Babylon is falling. That great city is falling. Because she made all the nations of the world drink the wine of her passionate immorality. Okay? So this is Babylon, the great city. Okay? The city of Babylon. The city of Babylon at this time would become the headquarter. The headquarter of, of the Antichrist. Remember that we saw him riding into, into, uh, into lamb lights with her. 
um, when she, we saw that woman on on the beast, I said it was her and the, and the Antichrist, you know, stepping into prominence. Yes. So eventually, we saw there that while she rode on him, as they come into into lamb light, at the end of the chapter, we saw that our uh, our body was burned. Okay, she was naked and and she was killed. Okay, so the the Antichrist will take over, we take over the city of Rome or the Vatican City. We take over that city uh, from from this prostitute, and then that will become its headquarter. And it is this headquarter that this um, uh, that we are going to read about in Romans chapter eighteen. Romans chapter eighteen is you know, is quite it's quite unique. So you have three lamentations. In the chapter, you have it in verse 10, verse 16, verse 19, you know, uh, different chapter, um, uh, signs of lamentation, mourning, crying, okay, call out for those things. And then you have three pronunciations also between verses 1 to 3, 4 to 8, and verses 21 to 24. You have three, three pronunciations also, okay? So, quite an interesting read this morning majorly we will be reading because we already understand what is happening right we know the proletic message i said the proletic message is a message that is certain to come to pass and that is what is happening right now and then when the seventh the seventh bowl was poured out revelation chapter 18 happened the fall of babylon it says after all this I saw another angel come down from heaven with great authority, and the earth grew bright with his splendor. He gave a mighty shout. Okay, so just take it literally. Okay, I, I'm sure you can visualize visualize what we just read. I saw a mighty another angel come down from heaven with great authority, and the earth grew bright with his splendor. He gave a mighty shout. Babylon is falling. Remember, I said this is a pronunciation. Babylon is falling. We saw that was the proletic message. Babylon is falling. That great city is falling. She has become a home for demons. She is a hideout for every foul spirit, a hideout for every foul vultures, vulture and every foul and dreadful animal. Why would she become an hideout for them? Why will she become a home for demons? Because at this time, she will become the headquarter of the Antichrist. That will be the seat of his government. That is where he sits to control the nations of the world. Okay? So, the angels declares Babylon is falling. The great city is falling. Okay? Verse 3 says, For all the nations have fallen. For all the nations have fallen because of the wine of our passionate immorality the kings of the earth have committed committed adultery with her because of our desires our desires for extravagant luxury the merchant of the world have grown have grown rich so babylon that rewarded so the ant when i say babylon now i don't mean the babylon of the old testament the babylonian empire of Nebuchadnezzar and everyone that um, that came through his line. No, we're talking about the empire of the Antichrist, that final kingdom. That's what we're talking about. Okay, she will reward kings. Kings will 
we'll, we'll remember that we said that 10 of those kings gave them their authority right they gave the beasts their power and authority he said they have committed adultery with her they have joined hands with her you know to 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 execute his counsel and his purpose. But I'm telling you, the purpose of God will stand. It is because of our desires for extravagant luxury. The, mis- the merchants of the, of the world have grown rich. This is then I heard another voice. So this one is quite a unique voice. This is the second declaration. I heard another voice calling from heaven. Come away from her, my people. Do not take part in our sins, or you will be punished with her. Remember, this is at the very end. This is almost the end. The last bowler is being poured out, okay? This is the end of the seven years of tribulation. So for those who are left behind, this declaration goes to them. Come out from from her, my people. Do not take part in our sins, or you will be punished with her. For our sins are piled as high as heaven, and God remembers our evil deeds. Says, do to her as she has done to others. Double our penalties for all our evil deeds. She brewed a cup of terror for others. So brew twice as much for her. She glorified herself and lived in luxury. So match it now with torment and sorrow. She boasted in her heart, I am queen on my throne. I am no helpless widow, and I have no reason to mourn. It is therefore these plagues will overtake her in a single day. Death and mourning and famine, she will be completely consumed by fire. For the Lord God who judges her is mighty. Wow, what a declaration. Okay, so what we see here is literally, first of all, the earthquake happens and that splits the headquarter of, of, of the capital city of Rome, of, of the Vatican City, splits it into three. Okay, while everyone is running elter and elter scatter, remember there's going to be there's going to be war. Okay, there's going to be war. But the earthquake brings death. It brings mourning. And of course, remember that majority of the food sources of the world at this time had been destroyed. There will be famine also. It says she will be completely consumed by fire for the Lord God who judges her is mighty. So the destruction of this city is not going to be done by human hands. It won't, it won't be a nation attacking, attacking, attacking um, the Antichrist. It will be God's judgment, okay, are bringing all of this, all of this to pass. It says, and the kings of the world who, who, who committed adultery with her and enjoyed a, a great luxury will mourn for her. As they see the smoke, they will mourn, okay? They will mourn for her as they see the smoke rising from her child remains. They will stand at a distance. So this is the first lamentation. They will stand at a distance, terrified by a great torment. They will cry out, how terrible, how terrible for you, O Babylon, you great city. In a single moment, God's judgment came on you. If you read on that version, it will say that in one hour. Okay, so in other words, it will be, it will be sudden. The destruction of this city 
will be sudden if you are still alive during this time. <laughs> if you have endured until this time, the day of your salvation is very near. Okay? Very soon you will see you will need to look up because Christ will soon come. Okay? But the destruction of the city, this great city of Babylon, it will be swift. It says that one version says it will be in one hour. This version says in a single moment. Hmm? In a single moment, God's judgment came. God's judgment came on her. It says the merchant of the world will weep and mourn for her. For there is no one left to buy to buy their goods. Why? The the Antichrist would have would have cornered everything to himself. He controlled every every trade and commerce and transaction in the world. Nobody could buy or sell anyone anymore, right? <laughs> so now that his capital, he himself is suffering, his capital is not dead though. He will not die in the earthquake because he will need to march out the armies of hell with the as the end of the armies of hell to fight against Christ when Jesus returns. He says, The merchant of the world will weep and mourn for her, for there is no one left to buy their goods. She bought great quantities of gold, silver, jewels, and pearls, fine linen, purple silk, and scarlet clothes, things made of fragrant uh, tying wood, ivory ivory goods and objects made of expensive wood and bronze, iron and marble. She also bought cinnamon, spice, incense, myrrh, frankincense, wine, olive oil, fine fine flour, wheat, cattle, sheep, horses, wagon and bodies. Aha, that is human slaves. So when the Antichrist is here, eh, slave trade will be back. That's what that chapter is telling. That that verse is telling us. But so there are two interpretations I give to this. First of all, is that the Antichrist so cornered all of trade and investment and merchants, you know, transaction all over the world. That he is the one that controls all of this. Okay, so that is why he says that she bought great quantity of gold and all of that. Okay, so. That's one. The other interpretation I give to this is that against monopoly, against the monopoly over all of this, just like just like Joseph did in Egypt, eh? <laughs> reserve things against the monopoly over all of these things: food, sources, spice, incense, man. Against control over, and I'm telling you, you will have to bow to him, including including human beings verse 14 says the fancy things you loved so much are gone they cry all your luxuries and splendor are gone forever never to be yours again this is the merchant who became wealthy by selling our these things will stand at a distance terrified by our great torment they will weep they will weep and cry out now look at their next lamentation how terrible eh? How terrible for that great city. She was clothed. She was clothed in fine purple and scarlet linen, decked out with gold and precious stones and pearls. But in a single moment, 17, in a single moment, in one hour, all the wealth of the city is gone. Everything, that earthquake that strikes 
will destroy everything since all the captains of the merchant ships and their passengers and sailors and crew will stand at a distance everybody will be looking at the city and they will be shocked at what is going on with her so we are saying these things uh, majorly because of those who are going to be left behind you will witness it okay it is a proletic declaration it will come to pass okay it says they will stand at a distance and they will marvel they will cry out as they watch the smoke ascend and they will say where is there another city as great as this eh the city of rome <laughs> of the vatican city where is there another city as great as this and they will weep and throw dust on their heads to show their grief and they cry out their nest the final lamentation lamentation okay comes in 19 and they will cry out how terrible how terrible for that great city the ship owners became wealthy by transporting our great wealth on the seas in a single moment it is all gone so there will be those who will cooperate with the antichrist okay who will become rich they will they will corner the world of the old world to themselves okay and because they are trading with the antichrist they will be selling human beings and I dare say, I won't be surprised if Christians were, were the human slaves that during that time, because they would be less, dead, less than human. And I'm telling you, you can already see it all over the world, where you know conservatives are oftentimes treated as second-class citizens, treated as as terrorists to the point where special laws are made for them. Special laws will be made for Christians during this time that will permit them. To be sold as a slave it says in a single moment it is all gone a single moment it says rejoice over her O heavens and people of god and apostles and prophet for at last god has judged her for your sake you see this chapter has two different people there will be those who will be rejoicing they will be rejoicing in heaven okay <laughs> majority of those who are on the earth who are still believers at this time are still just open and struggling to waiting until their salvation comes uh, but for those of us who are in heaven who will come with christ it will be joy ah finally the antichrist uh, is being put in his place finally the proletic declaration of the word of god is being is coming to pass rejoice oh over our faith oh heavens 20 says again and people of god and apostles and prophets for at last God has judged her for, for your sake. It says, then a mighty angel, the, next, the, the final declaration, then a mighty angel picked up a boulder the size of a huge milestone. He threw it into the ocean and shouted, just like this, the great city, this is a declaration, the great city, Babylon, will be thrown down with violence and will never be found again. The sound of apps, singers, flutes, and trumpets will never be heard in you again. No craftsman, this is a pronunciation, it's a declaration. No craftsman, no trades will ever be found in you again. The sound of the mill will never be heard in you again. The light of a lamp will never be will never shine in you again. The happy voices of bride, brides and grooms will never be heard in you again for your merchants were the greatest in the world 
and you deceive the nations with your sorcery. Wow. He says, if in your streets flowed the blood of the prophets and of God's holy people, and the blood of people slaughtered all over the world. So, believers are going to be slaughtered Christians, okay? You saw that before God's throne, those who had come through the great tribulation and they had had to pay in blood, they are the one, verse 24 is referring to here. It says the blood of people slaughtered all over the world. However, you see, the Vatican City, Rome, will be a special place where believers are taken to and they are killed in, in large numbers. It says in your streets flowed the blood of the prophets and of God's holy people. Okay, but we thank God that in one day and in a single moment, uh, yes, Babylon will be destroyed. Babylon will be destroyed. The center, the everything that the, the, the hope, the city that the Antichrist had put his trust in will be destroyed. All of his economical, economical strength, his, his religion that he, the one world religion that he has set into place, you know, using uh, the Vatican to prop himself up. All of the political power that he had garnered in one moment, everything, everything is thrown down. Hallelujah. Okay, so, but you see that in this chapter, there are two people, and I don't know which group you plan to be among. There will be those who will be wailing. They will be shouting, whoa. They will be saying, ah, how, how, how sad. What has happened to Babylon? <laughs> those who have cooperated with, who cooperated with, with the Antichrist to persecute the world, who have been trading with him, who has been joining him, giving him the technologies and the power and everything he has used to, to dominate the world, they will be crying, whoa. But there will be those who will be rejoicing. And I, me, I know I will, I will be in that second group. I don't know which one you plan to be in, yes. But if you are a child of God, you can be confident by the grace of God that you will be, in part, you are, you will be a part of that second group in the mighty name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Alright, so that is Revelations chapter 18. As we go this morning, again, the lesson, I will share this every day, every chapter we read. Prepare for the rapture. The day of Jesus' coming is very, very, very close. It's very, very close. So, there are many, there are, in fact, the end time, as we see many things happening in our world today, helps you know that the end time is very very close someone sent in a question and asked where what would be the 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 position of of the u.s okay in um um during the end time and while i cannot answer that here but you look at the state of the u.s today and you know that the end is near the end is near the day of rapture is near so all I can share with you this morning is get ready. Child of God, get ready. Don't be caught. Don't be caught, you know, um, what's the word for it? Don't be caught napping. Don't be caught unprepared. Uh, there will be many who will miss this day. Yes, they would know Jesus, but because they did not take care to keep their garments clean, 
and keep their garments white, this day will catch them unawares. I pray for you again. You will not miss the day of rapture in the mighty name of Jesus. I want us to pray again as we go this morning. Lord, help us to prepare for your coming. Will you say that prayer for yourself? Help us to prepare for your return as you return to receive the saints home. Lord, help us to be ready. We pray this morning we will not be like those five foolish virgins who were not ready, who did not give extra to be ready to receive you. Help us to give extra. Help us to put in our best to be ready for your coming. In the mighty name of Jesus, I pray for everyone listening in this morning. Lord, the grace to be ready. Lord, give to us this morning in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we say thank you. We give you all the praise and glory. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray. Amen. All right. Thank you so much for listening today. God bless you. Enjoy your day.